Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I want to tell you all about a new line of boats they are carrying. Whalen Bay now carries tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, Tahoe boats, and we all know the last one, Mako. So now, no matter what your boat needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. You have your choice of the number one aluminum boat, family boats, performance fishing boats, or just a straight up fishing machine in the new Mako boats. Does it get any better? Also, I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all of the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure that your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. And you can do all this at Whalen Bay and St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207. Or give them a call at 904-217-3778. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, and Mako boats. Whalen Bay Marine, give them a call at 904-217-3778. Welcome to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm going to take you fishing, honey. You're going to love it. Brought to you by Ring Power, Stackham Storage, Boat Trailer Storage, and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Here's Captain Kevin Faber and Captain Scott Shank. Good evening and welcome to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I am Captain Scott Shank. That's me. And... In the house. You stole my thunder. I know, I did. I did. I should <laughs> You're let you just do wrong. That. Uh, Captain Leon Dana is joining me tonight. Good evening, Leon. Good evening. They're digging the bottom of the barrel when they call me up. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Kevin's still hunting. Chip's still hunting. Um, so it's We got to fish. And we fished. We've been and, fishing. hey, we've all been sitting here looking at... We're going to talk about that for a minute. When was the last time even a hurricane... That you've seen... A good nor'easter? Like that. Oh, it was beautiful. I mean, that was a true, honest to God. That was. It wasn't a weak blow. No. That, that's, that was a full sin. Now, what I don't understand is they, they being the Weather Channel, now names every stupid thing, you know, blizzard of 2020 is Katrina, you know, I mean, they got all these, throw all these names out there. I cannot believe with the wind and that low spinning like that that they didn't call that you know not not a tropical depression not a i mean called it something i mean that was that should have been a named storm of some sort I i'm mean, not gonna i'm not gonna disagree with you i know where you're going with this because i always think that you know i mean they name everything else what the hell that was 40 50 mile an hour i mean oh, they was. closed they oh, closed yes, the bridges i don't know about jacksonville but they closed the bridges in st augustine and did you see how high the tides were at the same time and, yep. i mean i was at I may or may not have been at the bar at Palm Valley on the weekend, <laughs> enjoying myself, but watching that water yep. come over the docks yep. and then watching all of the big ships, the big boats coming down mm-hmm. south from Canada. Boy, how about that, too? That's a whole other discussion. Oh, it's a whole armada. Whoa. Yeah. There was the, the I mean, the, the, the southern bound armada was out today. I must have seen, shoot, 40 Dude, or 50 boats going south. There are some big boats And big boats, south. too. They're not yep. little ones. They they're, I mean, are. a lot of sailboats and a lot of big motor yachts, but anyhow. Mm-hmm. But, my gosh, I mean, our beaches took a pounding, no doubt about it. Um, on Saturday, I think I looked at the weather, or I looked at the buoy, let's say, at 9 miles offshore, 10 miles offshore of the Guanas, and it was at like 14.3 feet. How many uh, How many seconds? Well, they, they eight, call it six seconds. seconds, yeah. God! But, I mean, because the poor buoy was going up, and then by the time, the, you know. It, that was a roller coaster. It's just a big roller coaster, Ooh. exactly. And, uh, but I was watching that. I mean, our beaches got hammered, no doubt. Downtown was flooded the entire time. Um, 
Captain Zach Timmons, which he is also a, a, firefighter. a firefighter, a captain at the at the uh, city fire department. They made seven rescues on the water Jesus, with sailboats. Was going, oh, okay, that makes sense. I mean, three, four of them ran into the bridge. Yeah, I heard a few broke free. And a couple others were taken on water um, that they responded to. I saw three new ones down south where I fished, down south St. Augustine. I Blowing saw up on three new lines. ones that went up. Went up. I mean, dude, I don't know. I don't know how the hell they're going to get to them. Let's just tell you. I mean, just say that it's hey, going to take another nor'easter to get to the way. I was about to say at. they fly, finally floated that big boat. You know, yeah. last month. Yeah, because of the uh, king tides. Yep. So, I, I, well, they're never. I mean, this is in the middle of no man's land. You know, there's not. It's not like they could get it from the road or you know or whatever. I don't know. I mean, they're way up there. Better have insurance. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, and it was, I mean, uh, the only thing that I did not see, which I was actually really surprised today, because I think I really have to say that today, I, I don't want to say went back to went back to normal because it's not. Oh, but, not even remotely. No, but what I'm saying is I did not honestly see a lot of junk floating in the river like I thought I was going to see. Yesterday and the day before yeah, in the I didn't, valley, there's trees, there's two-by-fours. I mean, let me take it back. They're not two-by-fours. They're, they're, oh, they're, they're, they're 10, 11 foot pieces of wood. And we talked about this last Thursday that don't run this thing at nighttime. Don't, don't even think about that. You know, don't do nothing yet. You know, let the tides get back to normal. Um, but I honestly, I didn't, I didn't see as much stuff floating around. I think the most I heard about was complaining by the crabbers that he can't find the crab the traps. traps. They yeah. lost a lot of traps. Yeah, probably. You got know, a lot of they, sanded in, sanded in because yeah. this time of year, folks. I mean, stone crab season is in full force. I mean, we don't do much blue crab fishing in the salt water this time of year. A lot of it's stone crab, and they're different traps, Leon. They're yes, not. They are. They're not. Um, your big box traps. Yeah, they're not the regular box traps that just got, you know, rod, um, uh, that big steel rebar. Yeah, just rebar. Thank That's you. Right. Rebar going around the bottom of them and mm-hmm. blah, blah, nothing. These are filled with concrete, so they hold to the bottom, so they don't move. They got usually 15 or 20 pounds of concrete in the bottom, and so we have a tide like this. They're going to get covered up. They're going to get covered up. They're yeah. going to wash away. I mean, whatever. But anyhow, I talked to a couple crabbers at the boat ramp this morning, and that that was their biggest concern was today. <laughs> traps. Again, like I said, it wasn't back to normal, but it's not the four feet over like it's been. Um, so they were hoping to go back out and find their traps. Uh, so, I wish them luck. I hope they do because – A lot of money. Yeah, that's money and hard work. It is. You're absolutely right. Those guys, I mean, they're – you know, they hustle. And you know, losing a trap, you know, it, it's it's thirty or forty dollars each one per, of those traps per yeah, trap. Exactly. So you know, it's not good. But with that being said, today was my first day back. I've been pushing everybody forward just because. I mean, it, it's it's fruitless to go out there in those kind of tides and try to try to catch a fish. I really feel as though today was kind of the first day to see oysters. Saw some, you know. Yep. I saw some, but I mean, it's it's still you know, like a. Point four above. Yeah, I was going to say a dead low tide right now at low tide was maybe a normal half out. Yeah, agree? I agree. Agree? Yeah. And, but I mean, I, 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 I underestimated <laughs> and I just said, ah, I'm going to get, you know, 12 dozen and 
I'm probably going to have leftovers. See where we go from here. Yeah. No. Surprise. Surprise. I, I, you you should have been listening to me for the last two days before I've been fishing. You know, and wow. Fishing has changed. Um, you said your water temperature was 60. Started off at 61 this morning. I ended up uh, getting out the water about 1130. It was 63. Okay. And let me stop here right there. Water clarity is great. It is. In the it valley. is. It's great. not bad at all. Nope. Down south was, down south, believe it or not, it's a heck of a lot prettier than around the inlet. Really? Mm-hmm. I fished the inlet today. I had, I started out with 64 at Comanche Cove, and at the end of the day, I was at 66.4. Wow. So, my I'm wa- surprised you know, that you're warmer than I am. Well, down south. Well, you, you know, I'm always, yeah. I feel like I'm three to five degrees warmer than you guys are usually. That's what, I mean, my bottom machine's pretty much on because I've I've checked it with three or four other gods, and Got you. I'm a point four off or something like that. Okay. You know, so, That's I mean, cool. I'm not. I'm not. You're not a. De- you're no, not even no, no, no. A few degrees off. But I was not expecting this today, and I bet you, honest to gosh, I caught over 100 fish today. Wow. I mean, I went through 17 dozen shrimp, and came in a half hour early. Well, I mean, you fished with a good cr- group of guys. I did. I had. I did. I had. I had um, uh, ECS today. I had Chance and Joey and Joey and and and, and, and Wayne. Oh. <laughs> I mean, but we got to a couple spots, and I left them. I mean, I was even fishing. Yeah, you and, don't want to bloody them. You know, and I mean, doubles, triples, quads, yep. as many trout as one man wants to catch. And Yes, they are a lot. A lot of them are small. 13 and a half to 14 and a half. Right. But, I mean, we're getting, you know, you know, I kept three good trout today. Yeah. And we And I really wasn't targeting trout today, but, oh, I found them, by But that's God. what – well, that here we go. So Chance gets on the boat this morning. He says, so what we're doing? I said, well, I said, we're going to go down south. I said, I mean, the trout and the redfish bite's been pretty good down there. Now, I have not fished since last Friday. Yeah, before the blow. So I have no idea. Right. But I'm just telling you, I'm going to leave – I'm going to go start where I left them at last time. Yeah, I get so it. I went down there and, and caught a couple of nice, you know – Decent black drum, four or five pounders, and um, caught a bunch of rat reds and could not find a legal red today. And said, dang, okay, well, let me go check this. So, man, I got out on the main river shore, and it was just. That's where I've been catching my left fish. Left a bucket up on the bow, left a bucket in the stern, said. Get them, boys. Here you go. And I just kept them in bait, and That's I stood right. there and stood I mean, there with my little D-hooker, which is Leon for especially trout fishing when you get in a school of fish like that and i was i should have saved my shrimp and i should have switched over to artificials because they just had they didn't care what we caught they just wanted bend rods yeah, you I know all day and folks keep a d hooker in your hand try not to touch them yes yeah, a trout slimy little especially critter. trout because you know, that slime coat is actually what protects them so i mean literally i stood there with a net in one hand and a d hooker in the other and which you know Whichever one I felt was legal, he got netted. The other one was flipping to me, and I flipped yep. him off with the hooker and don't touch him and let him keep going. You flip him off, let that hook go, and you go, get him. Yep. And they reach back and grab And then they reach back. I, mean, I said, you know what you're doing. All those guys. Oh, all yeah. Through, They're all, seasoned. Just like you had. You had Travis and Doug today, yep. our good friends. Yep. Lifelong. Uh, they fish with all three of us. And uh, they know the game. They know what, what spot I'm pulling up to, and they know how to fish it. They do. Um, the thing that really um kind of was a debbie downer to my day is the first spot i pulled up to i went to the jetties i went 
Ain't nobody been out here in seven days. <laughs> Fresh meat. Let's Fresh do it. meat. Scotty's fixing it. <laughs> Scotty's going to put on a clinic. And Let's see what's down here. I made four different. I've stopped on four different areas of the jetties. I caught one eight-inch mango, and that's the only bite I had there and all day you long. you know that if you're in the right place, right tie, right presentation, it should happen okay. within three or four Sharks should be gone now. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's cold, be. so they should be gone. So the redfish now should be up there going, huh, we could finally, Chew. instead of be, instead of us being the and meal, the we could finally get a meal kind of thing. And honest, honest to gosh, when I finally made it out there, I went, it had a little roll to it. But you stayed there, you tucked in on that south side of the jetty, and you ran it right out. And, man, I got I got set up, and I'm going, hmm. You know, I'm all excited trying to run around, trying to get everybody baited and throw to the rocks. And, man, I'm the first eight or ten casts I went up there and came back without getting Anything. a nibble on because I was 40 minutes away from the low tide. I mean, a perfect time to be there. Right, right. The tide's just barely crawling out still. And I'm going, okay, okay. And it was like, dang, I just wasted, wasted 40 minutes. That if I was somewhere else, you know, I anyhow, I was something. quite depressed that the jetties aren't doing what they are. Even sheephead, the sheephead bite down in St. Augustine from, for the guys that are sheephead fishing right. have been, you know, they're mainly all males and stuff like that. But they're, they're, they're catching enough two and three pounders to, okay. you know, to, to, to put a word in edgewise. Okay. That's um, good. Uh, but I, I, dude, I mean, nothing. And I even fished out there on the jetties because I wanted to see what was out there. And I was the only, I was the one that caught the eight inch mango, and I, we never lost a shrimp. I lost one shrimp out there in, in four spots. Ouch. Ouch! So I pretty much went okay. I'll tell you what, I sure am happy that the mangoes, the uh, croakers, uh-huh. the spots. I caught a spot today. I, caught I got a spot too. Yeah, but they've really dropped off since the uh-huh. temperature dropped. Like, uh-huh. Yes, go away. I know. Go I know. away. I know. The, the only thing that hurts now is I don't know what do you call them. Sugar trout, the little, uh, the little sand trout, the little sugar sand trout, trout thing, yeah. sugar trout. I don't know what the I got. Sand I perch, never whatever you want to whatever, call them. Whatever, per, they're a of some sort. But they could start getting bad in your deeper holes in the creek while you're trying, and they did. They got I, I fished two spots. I'll move away. And I know I had I, they were. I, I asked the guy. I said, "What kind of bite is that?" Exactly. You know, is it a little? Did it? Did it? And he said, "Yeah." And did you even feel that bite? No, because I mean, we all know if it's the right one, it might not be earth shattering. But it's going to be a solid thump, and he's right. either going to start walking away with it, and you bust him. You're spot you know? on. So, I mean, a redfish, he's going to hit it one time. A black drum may hit it twice and then move with it. You know? And I, and I, caught, I caught the first black drum this morning at one of those spots in there. Tap, and, tap, and then he's swimming. You're like, oh, there he yep. is. And I just watched the line, and mm-hmm. I was actually baiting somebody's shrimp, and I had the rod underneath my arm, and I felt the little tug. I, I, like, the, oh, I, I know you. I just dropped that guy's line and set the hook, and uh, – like I said, he's nothing but four or five pound drum, but I mean, a great, great eating size drum. And it, yes, but now we're going to get rid of the mangoes and all that kind of stuff. And like I said, just like you, you and I talked periodically a lot throughout the day. Um, there was not as many charter camps out there as I thought there was going to be for it being a holiday today. Um, but everybody. I I saw one. Huh? Saw one. No, Corey was out. Sparky was out there. Sparky was. So I, I didn't know Sparky I wasn't. Yeah, guy. I mean, it was me and me and Steve Cascio um, was you. out was down there, and I worked all around. I worked from Casacola all the way south down to almost two hundred six today. In two days, I don't think I've burned more than three gallons yeah, of fuel. Yeah, you're, you're, I'm running around. A lot. I might be exceeding t- definitely two gallons, but I haven't crushed three gallons of fuel. I've, right. It's well, been nice. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about our day. Um, 
Because you're, because yeah, because it's your time coming up next. So we're going to hear about your day. That's and me with fun with Travis and and Doug. Those two, oh gosh, clowns. Okay, they're great guys. All right, folks, you're listening to Mo's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast here on Ten Ten XL. Captain Scott Shank, Captain Leon Dana. We'll be right back. The Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power, Stackham Storage, Boat Trailer Storage, and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Captain Leon Dana. That's Captain me. Scott Shank. Always here, 1010XL, on Thursday nights from 6 to 7. Um, real quick, because I mean, I know you're interested in it, because I'm interested in it, because... Now we're pretty much fishing every day here because we had to move people along because of the weather all That's week. That's right. We did, so we, we did the four day shuffle. We did the four days. Exactly right. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of yeah. Uh, northwest wind tomorrow. Northwest winds five to ten knots. Becoming northeast in the afternoon, uh, three to four foot light chop on the intercoastal waterway. Saturday west winds five to ten knots. Seas two to three uh, light chop on the intercoastal waterways. Um, Sunday, northwest winds, 10 to 15 knots, diminishing to 5 to 10 knots in the afternoon. Seas 3 to 4, moderate chop near the coastal waterway. Monday, northwest winds, 10 to 15 knots, seas 2 to 3. The only problem I got here is we are getting um, nothing like compared to last weekend, but we're going to get another front that's going to come through um, Sunday night. You saw where the winds switched around to the northeast yes yes and then southeast um uh that's the front after it passes basically the front's coming in tomorrow and uh winds will clock all the way around to the southeast friday night and then we'll have west winds on saturday um i agree i i i i agree to this forecast the only thing is it's just going to be one of those offshore kinds of things where they're saying six seconds, that's pretty much pretty much mandatory there across the board. The only problem is there's going to be a washing machine out there because you got winds going northwest, northeast, southeast, west. So it's going to be kind of a sloppy two to four. Yeah, it will be and okay. it'll be dirty too. So you know what? I've kind of lost my touch with yeah. surf fishing, but it doesn't sound like it's going to be too fun. No, no. I mean, surf, I mean, I mean, surf fishing in that condition, I mean, you were saying – um that Noel Kuhn stuff like that i mean the pompano right now folks if 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 you like to surf fish and do it you are all about it right now is your time okay yes. between the whiting and the pompano also black drum black drum you're going to catch a few sheephead in the surf you'll catch sea a trout, trout in the surf yep um you will catch uh bluefish and big ones bull reds and bull reds because they're pouring out they're coming out that's right um so there's a huge plethora, how about that word, plethora, of fish to catch in the surf right now. So, just like we talked to with Noel Kuhn a Saturday or two Saturdays ago, mm-hmm. he comes ready with everything. You know, he's got his pompano rigs and stuff like that, and oh, he's yeah. also he's also got, you know, just a single leader kind of thing where he's putting out a, a half a blue crab or a quarter blue crab for, you know, what, you know a whatever pull. No Kune comes ready for war. Yeah, okay. he's, he's ready for everything. Yeah, I mean he is he is one he is one of the best surf fishermen around. Oh, no doubt. To be honest, with no you. doubt in my mind. You know, 
between him and Finchman Finch. Fishman Finch. Um but yeah, I mean they, they do a great job. But yeah, anyhow. And also for those of you you could support Captain's Choice Tackle and go to any of your bait and tackle stores and you'll see strike Captain's zone. Choice in the strike zone. I just left Palm from Valley there. Outdoors. Palm Valley Outdoors. Everybody down south, Jungs and That's everybody. Right. But anyhow. Uh so you had Travis and Doug, which yep. by far are the two funnest people to have on a boat. They just like what we talk about, they're your perfect charter. Self sufficient. So 100%. exactly. I mean, you're there to throw in the jokes and, and all that. Keep but their buckets full of bait. Keep your buckets full of bait. They know how to set a hook. They know how to net a fish if you're busy doing something, you know, which it sounded like you were at one point in time today where you had an issue. And uh, let me let me be honest, man. I mean, it's a dream for it. Got folks, it's a dream for guides when you just load up two buckets full of shrimp. They got the pop of cork rods, and they are sight. They're throwing to their own fish. They see fish. Yeah, they know where the presentation. You don't have to go. Okay, look here, guys. We're throwing to this side of the bank, and, and you got to have this far out. I mean, they are. All I got to do is have the net. And make sure their buckets are full of shrimp. They're, they're and make sure on. that their jig heads is tied on the right way. Oh, man. I got you know, that I, phone call from Travis as I was fishing. That What kind of guy did you send Leon, me out with? That Leon, that Leon didn't put his glasses on. And he was all excited because they were catching fish. This is Travis now telling me this. And I guess we must have missed a loop in the loop knot. I think I, I missed one of the holes. There's pretty, Now, to my – you know what? I'm just guilty of this, okay? I can't even try to make I, Hey, I've done it. Dude, there's I, no – you tie them fast. You got 10 things going on. You you do the the fisherman's knot. I just do the old improved, an improved clinch. Improved clinch knot. I and I wrap seven jerk. times. And, and sometimes I go through the hole one time, cinch it hard. And hey. other times I don't go through it the second time and on a good fish. Look, for the and record. It really sucks when he come back, though, with a with, with, with a, a curly cue. No, oh, for the God, record, he just... caught like two or three fish before, before it pulled. It pulled. Yeah. All right. It just happens that it was a big upper overslot yeah. that pulled yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but there's nothing worse than a for a guide Ugh. than knowing you missed a loop and you don't realize it because, like you said, you tied so fast, you pull it tight. You and figure it feels you're good. good, and it feels good. And it looks good, and it looks good. And you should have wrapped it two more times than you did, or whatever. And there's nothing worse than whenever it comes up because I have been corrected. I've had not spoon, you know. And the guy, uh, Cap. Hey, Cap, what happened here? What happened on this one? And you can't. And no. it ain't a clean cut. It's a piggy no. tail. Yeah, it's and piggly you just, wiggly. You just look at him and go, dude. Sorry, I should have made one more wrap on it. It looks like a pug tail, you know. Okay. And it, it does. It, it makes it. You know. I mean. I hate to crush anybody's dream or whatever, but I've 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 tied enough of them. <laughs> hey, if he'd have lost that on like an eighteen inch red, I'd have been like, ah, darn. Uh, yeah. No, that thing was twenty seven, maybe yeah. a little bit bigger. I'm like, yeah. Gosh darn. Yep. Nope. So how was it? How uh, is it, Scotty? Valley last three days have been just fantastic, I, folks. I've been dealing with great tides starting. You know. Uh, three days ago, the low tide was at 7.30 in the morning. Yesterday, it was 8.30. Today, it was 9.30. Water clarity has been fantastic. See, you, you just you kill me because mm. I have no choice. That's why none of us started till today. 
Because oh, our, yeah. our low tide down there was the first day today was 720. Well, I, I have my clients meet me at the dock, you know, meet me at 6 a.m., you know, and we're, and we're pushing off to 615. And I knew that's why I ran so far south because, like, okay, I can get another hour out of this. Right, that's right. You know, um, and – but, yeah, but I think you'll have to agree by 1030 it was pretty much over. Yeah, I, I'll, agree to, I'll agree with that, but let me say a little bit more about what happened. Um Folks, we've been just the wind has been so light and variable yep. in the morning. You can see anything moving around. Um, a happy thing to say is there's still an ungodly amount of mullet up in the valley, and they're, they're ranging anything from the big chubs. And folks, a chub to me is like a two, three, or bigger yeah. mullet. There's some big bait pods that are still pushing south, but the finger mullet that I saw today. It was just everywhere. I thought they were glass minnows. That's crazy. And I pulled up, and I mean, it was just, I mean, it was it was from the bridge all the way down to one time I ran as far as 28, which is down to Palencia. And it's 63 degree water temperature, and I've got, and I'm three degrees warmer to the south. Yes, you were. And I never, I, even in the creeks, I never saw no more than 10 or 12 finger mullet on the beach at one time. Oh, it was, it was mullet galore. I mean, it was like. I never saw it. The, the migration was. Still wide open. I'm like, wow! I did not expect to see this much. Today. Wow! It was really great. The last two days, I've seen an, a, a phenomenal amount. Um, I talked to uh, PV Tom. Yep. He's he's throwing finger, uh, the mullet, and he's doing well. Uh, redfish are eating the mullet very well. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I, I'm just using shrimp still. I am too. But I think if if I if I could find some mullet, you get bigger reds. You that, or you're going to catch some bigger trout. You're not oh, going to yes. you're not going to be whacking a 13 and a half to 14 and a half inch trout. You're going to find those trout. That are 16, 16 to 18 inches right, long, you know, throwing a finger mullet because right. the little one, I mean, he's going to mess with it, but he's he's really going to just kill it. He's never he's never going to digest it. He's just going to kill it. Right. He's just going to, you know, you're, you're, you're going to pull it back. He's going to have the straight marks. That's right it. Size. No, no, no scales on him. And I mean, he's just scaled with right. teeth marks. Now, but yes. this whole three days, 90% of my fishing has been popping corks. Yep. Popping corks. 20 inches of 30-pound leader with a 3 op mini-brainer circle hook. Mm-hmm. And I would just, that's all I've been doing. It's yep. just been working great. Now, I have been getting into my back creeks where I've been fishing some deeper holes, catching black drum. Sure, I'm throwing a 3-8-ounce um, jig head yep. uh, with a shrimp. And, I'm folks, I'm looking for the small shrimp. I'm not throwing big shrimp. Yep. You know, I mean, I don't want him pecking away and my clients, you know, short-stroking it, you know, and missing that yep. fish. I'm, I'm I'm, threading those shrimp on there. Oh, no, I'll, I'll throw them it. in the buckets or whatever, and those, those, you know. Chubs. Five-inch shrimp, Ooh. you know, literally like, you know, shrimp. On the Barbie? Yeah, shrimp <laughs> yeah, shrimp cocktail shrimp. <laughs> boom, Leave boom. them. All of a sudden, people start, I start throwing them out of the boat. They go, what are you doing? We ain't I using said, those. We ain't using those. No. I said, maybe I shouldn't have. If we get a black drum bite, I could have probably cut them in half and – and used it for a black drum bite, Cube but, them. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's no. Again, like I said, that perfect shrimp for me, I got small hands, but that perfect shrimp, Leon, is my ring finger. Yes, I agree. Totally agree with you. Absolutely. That's the shrimp I pull out, and everybody goes looking around, and I go, and they're going, That's the man, one. you're fishing. Why is it, man, why'd you give me a little shrimp? I said, trust me, that ain't a little shrimp. Just watch what happens. That's the you one you want, trust me. You don't get in my bucket and start, you know, thinking those four and five and six inch shrimp are going to do anything they're not i'm elephant eats peanuts i'm telling you i've caught some of my biggest reds on you know on on two and a half inch long shrimp right inch long shrimp absolutely and especially this time of year with the black drum bite 
they they're gonna just shy away from it. You'll ne- if you are fishing black drum, you'll never you'll never catch them. Not on that beastie. Mm-mm. No. And sheephead as well as sheephead too. Right. I'll get in a creek, and I know you will too. Mm-hmm. You'll start watching that rod tip and go and see that thump, tap, and that's, then that's it. it. And you go okay, and you reel up. A guy's got no bait. Doesn't even have the. If anything, he's got the husk of the shrimp right. head still on the hook. You go okay, I know what that is. Now and you change your plan here. Then for we a need, yeah, exactly. And now, now it's you know ease back on it. Once you feel that thump, ease back on it. Feel the weight, the swimming, set the hook, set the hook, set the hook, and that's sheephead. That's right. So we're gonna have to start changing over to that. But again, hell, that might be pinky size. You know that I'm dealing with. Oh yeah. You know if I'm sheephead fishing. Uh-huh. Um, as time starts rolling on, I will, just like you, I think, um, I'll get a scoop of fiddlers. It might last me two or three days. I mean, because I'm not. Sheephead fishing, but hey, I'll those fiddlers are gonna stay alive for oh yeah the whole oh, week oh, in a can. Oh god, yes, yes oh god, yes. they'll be fine. Not Unless it gets cool real weather. cold at night, you take them in and put them in the bed with you, and they're fine. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> think Misty would have a problem. Yeah, that. I was gonna say my wife Kathy will probably Ooh. have a problem with those nasty, stinky things. But anyhow, yeah, as long as you keep them warm, don't leave them in the boat when it's cold. They're fine. They'll last. They'll last for forever. You know what I'm really liking? This water temperature getting down in the low 60s. Whatever shrimp you got left over, it's going to last the next day. Oh, there's They'll no doubt. Alive. There's no doubt. I, I don't even have a bubbler going on. I yeah. got. I had like I don't know a dozen, fifteen shrimp left over in my in my uh, in my boat, mm-hmm. and I didn't even put the bubbler or nothing on there because I hadn't fished in six or seven. Well, since last Friday or right. whatever until today, and I had four shrimp still in my front live well that made it through. That whole blow and everything else. So I said, hell, if they'll make it, these 12 or 16 will make it till the morning. They'll be fine. Hey, let's go to the phones real quick. Matt's on the line. Hey, Matt. Hey, what's up, Scott? How are you doing, sir? Good to hear from you. Good, good. Hang in there, buddy. Hey, uh, I just wanted, um, I imagine getting fiddlers right now is pretty damn difficult uh, because of the high water. Yep. For for seafed fishing. But we are getting from the West Coast. Okay, because that's my question. A buddy of mine just bought a boat, and he wanted me to take him sheephead fishing. Yep. If I can't get fiddlers, what's the best way to go to the jetty and fish for sheephead with shrimp? Do you do you peel them? Do you no. live or live jig shrimp, heads? Or? Live shrimp, jig head, whatever. Um, I know, like Kirk up in Mayport and stuff, and because they can have. A, if you go to Mayport, you got big rocks underneath you. So you literally mm-hmm. set like an eighth ounce or quarter ounce jig head on top, on top of the rock. On top of the rock. Well, St. Augustine is hard to do that because we have them going down the side of it. You know, it's really hard mm-hmm. where, where you can't present a bait to a sheephead with a jig head in St. Augustine. You really got to use the old standard, you know, sheephead rig. One, you know, half ounce, three quarter ounce of lead, right. six inches a liter. You know, a two aught hook. Um, so just a jig head with a live shrimp on it? Yes, yes. You could do it that way. And I'm telling you the best other bait, if you got time or you got a friend that knows what he's doing right now, which is no problem, go and get you get, going down and get digging up some sand fleas. Oh, Doug was talking. Doug Winslow was Doug talking Winslow, about. Doug Winslow, he does he nothing. He loves sand fleas. Doug Winslow fishes with me a lot. We tournament fish together um, in two yeah, different no. tournaments a year. And, dude, he has spanked me with using a daggum um, sand flea. No, sand flea. He'll put a sand flea on a damn popper cork catch hell out of redfish. <laughs> the, he, all day today, he's like, man, I wish I had me some sand yeah, flea. Yeah, I he mean, usually two brings days fleas. he's been talking about that. Yeah, he usually brings fleas with him. But I'm just, if that's another great bait, because the reason behind it is that sand flea, Matt, 
is, believe it or not, a lot hardier than the fiddler crab where they can kind of suck it out kind of thing, where he's got to crush it. Mm-hmm. And he the bite is going to be a lot harder of a bite. If you could find sand flea, that's, I would do that before a shrimp. You know who has sand flea? Yeah, I'd like to, but unfortunately we're leaving from the fire station after work. No, I get it. Who's got them? So um, we can't do that, but. Larry Finch but, uh, at his uh, seafood but, uh, uh, seafood uh, market. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Atlanta, where is he at? Atlanta Boulevard? Uh, he's off Monument Road. Is it Monument Road? Uh, Monument in Fort Caroline. Okay. He, he anywhere around there? Larry always seems to have uh, sand fleas. Are you anywhere? But also, I'd let you know, let you know Scott, the, uh, with the cool weather or the fresh water. Yes. The speckled perch in all the area lakes. You can get Sampson, Santa Fe, oh, uh, even Rodman. When this water starts cooling off like it is right now. I still, we still got to do it. I, I, I still got you. You know, you still got me now. I know I get busy yeah. and I get things going on and all that kind of stuff, but you still got to catch me my first freshwater fish. I know I saw otters last time. I saw eagles and <laughs> hell, I was excited as hell. Is that when but, you borrowed my little rods? Uh huh. Okay, I remember that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I tried to get you going already. during the I was catching probably fifty fish a day. School uh, summertime so, I mean, is there. There ain't no way to touch yeah. me on summer because I mean I. would I I take Saturdays off in the summertime, and uh, uh, other than that, I fish Monday through Sunday. Take Saturdays off to be with the grandkids. So, yeah, no, I'm. Uh, well, I'll be in touch with Scott to get some. I let's need do to, it. I'll probably get like a hundred jigs from. No problem. Day. Let me know. I'll get them to you. Uh, okay, buddy. Y'all take Thanks, care. Thanks, Matt. Good Appreciate the call. All right, folks, run over a little bit. Thanks, Matt. Uh, let's take a quick break. All right. When we come back, we'll check on tides because that's always important. It's still important. <laughs> I still got some great tides in the valley. You do, and I, I man, dude, I got great tides all weekend. I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied up until middle of next week. Oh, you should be very happy. They're really oh, getting they're really great for, for me for the middle of the week. I'm gonna get warmer weather and all that kind of good stuff. I might have to come down and say hi. Come on and say hi, folks. You listen to the most Southwest Grill fishing forecast on here on 1010 XLs. Captain Leon Dana, Captain Scott Shank. Be right back. This is the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power, Stackham Storage, Boat Trailer Storage, and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Captain Scott Shank, Captain Leon Dana. That's and, uh We'll go, well, we can bring him up because he really doesn't care, but anyhow, uh, <laughs> this <laughs> always this segment is brought to you by our good friends, at Fish Bites Training Post um, with the new fly gear, which is kind of up Chip's alley. Um, they're getting in their new fly rods. I got a bunch of flies there. Um, you know, all the, gosh, all the, any fish bites you need, over-the-bar surf rods. Um, they had a great clinic there last weekend with the kayakers. I mean, they probably had 150 people there last weekend. Great little showing. Hey, Chip. What's happening, guys? What flavor of fish bites are we using right now? Acorn. <laughs> they haven't come out with an uh, yeah, acorn or a corn yet. I'm using the acorn uh, fish bites. I'm dragging them through the woods and then hanging them on a tree. <laughs> I knew he was um, going to say that. I love it. Good job, Chip. <laughs> so, on, seriously, though, if I was fishing in Jacksonville right now, I'd be using the butt kicker and chartreuse or white, which is the paddle tail. Yep. Yeah. Especially with all these trout around. And the... Uh, and of course, the go-to, the dirty box of the curly tail in white. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple different ways you can do it. You can swim it. Uh, what, let's back up real quick, though. When you take the paddle tail out, 
you need to hold it by the head and wrap it around your finger and stretch it real easy and limber it up. I agree. That'll help because it gives it so much action. Boy, I did that the um, first time the wrong that. way, and I kind of just grabbed yeah. it, and I was going to yo-yo it a couple times. Smacked you? Whoa, that thing turned into a nine-inch tail real quick. Like, <laughs> Yeah. But if you just do that and loosen it up a little bit, it'll give it a lot more action. Agreed. This time uh, last year and the year before, Leon and I were what we call thumping it. We're right. throwing it up around oyster bars and creeks, and all you're doing is making a cast, tightening up the line and twitching it once or twice and letting the bait come up off the bottom and hop and let it fall back down and hit the bottom. You know, and you work in it as you work it like that, the trout and redfish and flounder will annihilate it. Well, that was um, it because chance. Because chance on today, because chance on me today, like I said earlier, said, you know, hey, what were we? I said, man, it's pretty much redfish and black drum. You know, I mean, he said, what about trout? I said, man, I've been catching a few, and the few I'm catching, you know, I've been decent fish. And good God, Miss Molly, I mean, I probably caught fifty or sixty of them today. You know, they were all of a sudden they have just. Like that water temperature. That water temperature finally dropped. Yeah. That water temperature finally dropped and they're on, you know. Um, You know, Corey did well today. He said he caught a lot of small fish, but, you know, he caught flounder, black drum, redfish, trout. Yeah, that's right. I caught a couple flounders, too. I did, too. Yeah. Yeah. But you're absolutely right, too. Yeah. I mean, if you have the right client, and even if, if, if you have to teach your client, you know, I'll this time of year I usually like to get muds or small mullet um, and all my fish bites product. Of course, if I'm using the muds or if I'm using the shrimp, I'm putting a a little uh, half inch piece of fish bites shrimp or crab on um, the hook first, even yep. with the mud minnows because it still helps. Um, and it actually looks like the mud minnows eating it, um, and it sits down there and puts off that. Um, stimulizer that bite stimulizer so yep but uh yeah that and i would be throwing a spinner bait right now big time Ooh, didn't think about that especially on that yeah you can take a redfish magic take the tail off and put the uh the uh fish bites on it um the curly tail is my favorite to use because i like to thump my spinner bait a lot too where i'll throw it out on the edge of the grass and pull it out and let it fall and then I'll reel it about a foot and stop. And then I'll reel it about a foot and stop. And that tail is still doing all the action for you. If I'm going with a steady retrieve, a lot of times I'll switch and go over to the uh, the butt kicker with the paddle tail. Um, but it doesn't matter because when they're eating it, they're eating it on the hook. Right. You know, they bite it mid-body. And, and the, you know, especially right now, even though we can't keep them, there's some stud flounder around right now. Yeah, you're you right, know, Chip. It's so much fun to catch. And but it's you know, only a few and, more days before it opens again. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. December first. But um, you know, and that that's pretty much it. And you can use. I remember, you know, last year I was catching pompano on the popping cork with the uh, yes dirty boxer. I remember you telling me that. Which um, yep, and they were crushing it. They were yep. inhaling it. I remember you telling me. So that. you know. That, uh, you know, and I use a, a little bit smaller jig head, you know, like one of yours, Scotty. Yep. Um, and sometimes it's it's a little bit harder to keep them on the hook because we use those live bait hooks. Right. But, um, you know, and sometimes I go to a lighter jig head, too. Because um, I really so don't I want do it that, to I'll... sink, per se. Yeah. You know, current, okay. I don't okay. want it to drop. I want it to Right. Fall. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I don't want it to fall. I want to, I want to throw a quarter ounce or eighth ounce. Uh, even in current. Even in current, you know, throw way up in front of the boat kind of thing, and then by the time 
it, it's parallel. It's with parallel. You. It's in the you, zone. you just lift, drop, lift, drop, lift, drop. Let it walk down, reel it up, do it again. Right. Which I'm going to do yeah. tomorrow. I know where these fish are to just bend the rod for a little while. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit there and do what I did today and go through a gazillion shrimp because, honestly, truthfully, your bigger fish are going to eat a, a, a plastic, you know, better, I think. You know, like I said to Leon before, and you said it too, was I, I would love to have – some big mun minnows or some finger mullet, and you get away from catching the 13-and-a-half-inch fish, you know. But the thing about it is, Chip, they're just mixed in with them right now. You just got to you just gotta go fishing, you know. You just got to fish that school. And, I mean, the first school probably had 30 or 40 trout in it, and I think I scratched out five or six that were, you know, 15 Jeez, to 17 yeah. inches, you know. Yeah. But they're mixed in with well, a bunch you know, of 13 another- and a halfs. Another thing I, I, I like to do, and I'm going to be doing this as soon as I get back Tuesday or whenever, um, <laughs> is uh, of which week I'll go. To, <laughs> yeah, right. Sometime before Thanksgiving. Um, no, I, uh, I, uh, I'll take a you know a uh, a weighted circle hook or a circle hook with a knocker on it, and I'll pin it down, um, and then I'll use the fish bites makes a crab chunk. Yes. It's a big triangle, and I'll double that up, and I'll use it as crack crab. Right. And it works just as well, if not better, because it, it doesn't get picked off. Right. Um, but you can pitch that on the on the oysters. And I'm also, what I'm doing, too, is I'm taking my 20-pound J-Braid, I'm FGing on a uh, 40-pound leader. I use a 40-pound leader on that, and I use a 40-pound leader on my spinnerbaits because I like to throw into the oysters. Yeah. You know, Scotty, mm-hmm. when we that that came up the other day on our time hop when we went did you uh, see that i know i was gonna call you on that, that, that i was gonna bust that big flounder? that when i called that big flounder with yeah. chip on a spinnerbait oh, my man. first time ever throwing a spinnerbait because i never you know well first time ever throwing a spinnerbait to catch a flounder Isn't yes awesome i fish for him in tournaments with catching redfish but never going flounder fishing i think Dude, i don't know caught a five pounder or whatever you that, do that fish with was a that dirty day. boxer and it's gonna get crushed oh it was i mean the the bite yeah. was incredible when he ate it I mean, it was just. Well, I mean, what you do, what you want to do in that case, I don't know if you remember, Scotty. I'm like, throw, let's, throw, I'm gonna throw right on this oyster bar, mm-hmm. and you're like, man, you're gonna get hung up. I'm like, no, I won't. So when you throw it on there, you're actually pulling it across that oyster, and you know how this flounder will butt up next to the oyster bars, right. yep. And as soon as it comes by, and they're they're like Ker-pow. a cobra. I mean, they just boom, it's done. Yep. You know, but that heavy leader, and I I like to use eight foot a leader because I can trim it up as it gets beat up mm-hmm. and uh with the fg knot it, it it flows right through the guides with no problem you know and um that's that's become one of my go-tos in the in the fall winter is being able to throw a little bit heavier and our water's so dark here yes that you know people are like i can't believe you don't use 40 pound leader i'm like yeah i do too yeah i mean it it doesn't you know when you're throwing a spinner bait would cost you five six bucks you know, and a fish bite on it, and you're throwing in that conditions. I want to get it back. Amen. You know, and you know, and if you're fishing around that structure, it's get your line's going to get nicked. With that longer leader, you're not going to have to worry about the braid because thirty, forty, fifty pound braid will cut real easy on something like that. It will indeed. But uh, well, let me know whenever you so run out of spinner baits because I got probably two hundred of them. <laughs> well, still, I'll so come I still got them from when. Yeah, <laughs> okay. when uh, Still got them all. I mean, I'm sponsored by Strike, Strike King, and uh, yeah, I got 
I got probably 200 spinnerbaits at the well, house. You pull those off and put on the, the dirty boxer. Them. Yeah. Uh, you know what, Chip, tomorrow, Chip, tomorrow, I'm going to, um, you know, you've inspired me. I'm going to slip on some dirty boxers. I'm going to head down to the hockey hole. Uh, I got a low tide at 1030 yep. in the morning. I'm going to go hit those oyster beds on that nice, beautiful uh, creek right there. Because we know it's trout and red. I mean, it's trout and reds. You yeah. know what spots are your drum spots. Yeah. And you know what spots are your trout and red spots. There's no reason to go through. 20 dozen, shrimp. you know, shrimp on rat reds when you could have just as much fun. With Travis with, and Doug. And catch them on artificial. Right. Plain simple. Well, also, if you take the crab um, fish bites, like the chunks, and I'll cut them down. I'll start cutting them down. I use those for black drum. Okay. Black drum don't care if it's a shrimp ripped in half, whether it's a shrimp smashed. No matter what it is, they don't care. Agreed. You know, they yeah. just, they're going to smell it and come up and eat it. And the nice thing about when it's, you know, when we have these little sugar trout around, you know, when they're nibbling on it, they're just going to nibble it. When the drum gets it, he'll eat it. Yes, yep. he will. You know, and, yep. you know, and this this is one of my favorite times of the year because I love catching black drum. Yeah, 100%. You know, I, I prefer black drum over redfish to eat, but they fight harder. There's usually a lot of them stacked up when you find them. Right. They you stack know, up. And, you know, the clients love it. They're like, Oh my God, this fish is huge, and it comes up and it's four pounds. And right. It's been ripping them around, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, uh, and look for the pompano too, guys. I tried. We're today. looking. We're looking. I we're tried looking. today. I tried today. Two spots are not yeah. there yet. We, um, uh, Corey and I, were checking out today. Believe yeah. me, Chip. I looked at mine on the south end. They're not there yet. Thanks, Got Chip. Uh, good right, luck. Guys, have a good Kill day. me a big old See looking rack buck. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> or big ear dough. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks, buddy. Later. Be safe. Later, Chip. All right, going to take a quick break. Our final one for the evening. You're listening to the most Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Captain Leon Dana, Captain Scott Shank. Be right back. The most Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Brought to you by Ring Power. Stackham Storage. Boat Trailer Storage. And Tire Outlet. On 1010XL. Great song to bring. Never gets old. Never gets old. Nope, sure does. I love this song. Uh, welcome back, folks, to the most Southwest School Fishing Forecast. Got a few seconds, minutes left. So, with you and myself for the remainder, I think we're going to be a little excited to hear about the tides. Uh, this is going to be St. Augustine, folks. Uh, All right. Tomorrow, um, low tides at 8.54 in the morning. So, 0.4. High is going to be tomorrow afternoon at 3.21, So, it's still a little high. You know, you still got to add on to that about a foot. I mean, I would still say we're going to – it's still going to be a little high. Oh, yeah. I got a 4.8 in the valley. I got a, Okay. I got a 4.5. Okay. Um, and then Saturday, you're looking at a low. Good gosh. 10 o'clock in the morning, 9.54. I got a uh, low tide tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. Okay. And, then and I got a high at 4.25. Yep. Oof. And then Sunday, I mean, again, I mean, 10.53 in the morning, high tides at 5.15 p.m. Yeah. Great tides. I mean, it's going to be I great I am so tides. excited. If they want to get out and you want to take the kids out fishing yep. And, yep. and bend some rods with those kids, man, hit those creeks. The problem is I wish the hell these tides were during Thanksgiving. We're going to have oh, – we're going to be fishing some bad ties during the week of Thanksgiving. There. Our clients are going to be trip to fanned out anyway. That's so it. They're they're, I mean, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we're just going to be doing doing what we need to do. But um, uh, get out there. Funny about fish, it guys. there, the commercial with Valancourt. It's a kind of a sad day tomorrow. I got my last day. 
my last charter with them for the year with Valancourt and them. So you got Joey and Marcus? No, just Marcus. Joey, Joey said, the I don't think they're gonna they're gonna let me fish two days in a row. So I said, now. Oh, they'll gone. let Joey go. So I don't know who I got. I got Marcus tomorrow, but anyhow, I look forward to him. Uh, great year with them. I mean, it's it's been phenomenal. So thanks you to them. They're a national treasure to me. Oh, they're great. <laughs> Folks, thank you very much for listening to the most Southwest Coast Fishing Forecast. Don't forget, Saturday morning from 7 to 10. I don't know who's going to be here. I know Kevin's not. So uh, so you got, I don't know. You're going to have you gotta have Kirk. You're going to have uh, Jeff, Jeff and whoever else, whoever brings in. Anyhow, folks, thanks a lot. For Captain Leon Dana, I'm Captain Scott Shank. See ya. See ya. <laughs>